Thank you, Pastor Bill. And good morning, church. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Tara Henderson. Um, I've grown up in this church pretty much, but I've been realizing recently I've been away from Ridgecrest pretty much for the last eight years. So there are some new faces that I don't know here, so it's great to get to meet you, but it's also really great to get to see people that I have grown up with for the last 15 years or 20, something like that. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a great holiday season with loved ones and family. Um, I am very thankful for you guys. I know I'm thankful that my grandparents got to come visit. Um, I'm thankful for an amazing supporting church that Emmanuel is my sending church to Togo. Um, And I'm just so thankful for you. I'm thankful for supporters. A majority of my individual support comes from individuals in this church. Um, Like the video said, what an amazing video to lead into this mission um, kickoff day. We have to do it together. No man is an island, and Emmanuel, you are that together. You send me off. You've sent countless other people off. Um, And I just thank God for you. And I do want to give a shout-out to one of my supporters. It's his 60th birthday today, Mick Van Meter. Make sure you tell him happy birthday. All right, so next slide, please. All right, before I really get kicked off with, an important part of Togolese culture is the greetings. I would be wildly offensive and rude if I did not properly greet you. So I'm going to teach you guys some greetings in the local language of Anafo, which is the um, main language in the city that I'm in, Mongo. So your word is going to be yaumbo. So repeat after me, yaumbo. All right, so I'm going to say something, and when I pause, you're going to respond with, Yaumbo. Okay. Enjai, enjai, umbwayo. All right. And then the next word you're going to say is life All right. So when you hear me say shay at the end, you're going to respond with life All right. Dabri da shay. Aruti shay. Jumati shay. Very good. Give yourselves a round of applause. Now, what you just said, (laughs) don't worry, I didn't trick you guys. (laughs) I asked you, how are you doing? They have um, gender-specific greetings, so I asked how the men and the women were doing, and you responded with, we're going. Yaumbo is just how you would respond to a woman. And then everything I said, I said, how was your sleep? How was your family, and how was your work? So that's what I asked you, and you responded with, it goes. <laughs> I, had a fam- I, had a, I have a friend who I get asked how my kids are all the time. Bitam tiche, all the time. At one time, I tried to explain, I have no kids. And it just opened up a wild door that I was like, why did I, why did I respond like that? And my friend looks at me and goes, Tara, it is always meaning it is always it goes you never try to explain you just say it goes (laughs) next slide please so a little bit about togo for those of you who don't know or this is your yearly or biannually refresher um population is growing it's about 8.3 now i remember when it was probably about 6 million people um it like just keeps getting bigger um religion 
Christianity is 42.3%. This is all according to World Factbook. Um, Muslim, 14, and indigenous beliefs is 36. So that 14% Islam is probably mostly located in the north, which if you see that big purple arrow, that's where I'm at. It's a city called Mongo, um, heavily, heavily Islamic area. Um, most of the Christianity is centered in the south, um, but it is really sad to see, especially since I've been going to Togo since 2009, and it is crazy to see the Islamic spread south. What used to be churches on every corner, you're now seeing mosques pop up on every corner. And so it really is sad to kind of see that encroachment down, but the gospel is still alive and well, and there are still churches popping up. The thing with the mosques is you only need like five people to build a mosque. And the churches, you really, we can just meet anywhere, right? We don't need a building. Um, but that is definitely something to be praying about, is just, yeah, that the light of God will continue to shine in a dark place. Um, the, local, or the national language is French, so I do speak French, and there are many other local languages. Now you all speak the local language of Anifo. Next slide, please. As I mentioned, um, our church has been involved with Togo for years and years, even before I went in 2009. We've been sending people since the 90s, I believe. Our teams have included Pastor Bill, Pastor Hector, my father, Ron Page, Matt Cropley, John Marcano on the back, um, many, many more that I have not mentioned. Garen and Susan, I would be remiss if I did not mention them. Garen and Susan Harris, I'm sure a lot of you do know them. Um, they are the team leads in, um, for the team in Mongo. Just great godly people who have a heart for the Togolese. Um, they went full-time with um, ABWE, ABWE, um, Association of Baptists for World Evangelism, in 2012. But again, Emmanuel is there sending church as well. Um, next slide, please. All right, so I just told you who Team Togo was. Now, here's a challenge. Who will be Team Togo? As Pastor Bill said, this is the missions kickoff, international missions especially. I know when I first started going, and even now, I'm like, man, I can't do it. You know, I'm like going to be far from my family. I really don't know, like, the technical terms of the gospel. Like, I just, I just don't know how effective I'll be on the mission field. But guess what, guys? Somebody told me something a while ago, and it's just become kind of a life motto for me. When you're feeling strongest, or sorry, when you're feeling weakest, that's when God is strongest. And that's when God is going to work through you. John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these he will do, because I'm going to the Father. Um, John 14, 6 is, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father through me. So John 14 is just an awesome mission chapter. Philippians 2, 12 through 13, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so, not, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So, guys, it's not me that's going, I mean, it is me that's going over there, but it's not in my own power that's going over there. It's God. And that means that God can work in all of you. You just got to be obedient. And that could look different for every single one of you. That can be praying. That could be giving financially. That could be going yourself, um, sponsoring someone to go yourself. 
But God, guys, we do have the call, and it is ultimately God who gives us that or who gives us that strength. Next slide, please. Next slide. Maybe. <laughs> So this is a little plug to come to Togo. Like I said, there's many other places you can go. But I predominantly work at a hospital called the Hospital of Hope. We're located in the northern portion of Togo. Um, we're about two hours away from the Burkina Faso border, 20 minutes from Ghana, and about an hour from Benin. Most of our patients come from Togo and Burkina Faso. Um, we just passed 80,000 patients seen since 2015. So, guys, that is 80,000 patients alone who have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, who have heard the life-saving news that he gives. And that's just patients alone. Every patient comes with a family member. So who knows what the actual, God knows what the actual number of people who have heard the good news of Jesus Christ. We have a full-time chaplain team who goes around every morning, um, goes around every morning to patients to talk with them, to pray with them. They can always be called in by our providers. Um, when someone is dying, the best thing we can give them is the good news of Jesus Christ, as we do try and fix their physical maladies as well. Um, I work in the accounting department. I'm not a nurse or a doctor, but I work in the accounting department alongside some very godly men. Um, and I'm actually going back in February for two more years. The director of the hospital is getting ready to go on his one-year furlough to back to America. He came up to me about six months into my two-year commitment last time, and he was like, Tara, I want you to come back and cover my absence. And I was like, Ethan, I don't want to. <laughs> I was like, you just met me about six months ago. Let's give it a year. And he was like, okay. A year comes, Tara, I want you to cover my absence. And I was like, Ethan, this causes me mass amounts of anxiety. <laughs> and he said, Tara, this eases my anxiety. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> Again, it's God who works through you. <laughs> Next slide, please. So as I said, 80,000 patients, more than 80,000 patients have come through. And a lot of our village ministry that is starting around the area has branched from these patients. Um, one of the main villages, I'm involved with two villages personally. One of the ones that I'm involved with started with a patient who went back to their village and said, I want somebody to have a Bible study in this village. I want them to know Jesus that I heard about in your hospital. It's about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Mongo. That is the picture on the left of the adult group. I think there's about 60 women and three men. Um, the women just eat up the gospel over there. Probably a number of factors. Their indigenous beliefs, the women are not valued. And also in Islam, the women are not valued. So when you give them Christianity that they are loved by an all-powerful creator, it, it makes a difference. It makes an impact. Um, that is something to be praying about is there are not a lot of men involved with these studies. Some studies actually do have a lot of men, which is always a God thing when that happens. But there are men in this village. Um, we just need to pray that God will use their wives, God will use their children to bring them 
to the Bible study and that God will open their hearts. The next picture. Oh, sorry. Can you go back one more time? Thanks. The picture next to it is the picture of my translator's son. I work with the kids while um, one of the local pastors is talking to the adults. I'm working with the kids, and one of my translators has a son. But I just want to point out his shirt. It's kind of cut off, but it actually says Los Angeles on it. (laughs) And it's just a fun little reminder to me that even though I'm 7,000 miles away, we're never really that far apart, right, guys? (laughs) Next slide, please. So these are just more pictures of our village ministry. The picture on the left is the second village I'm involved with. Garen and Susan are also involved with these villages with me. Um, Fun story about the picture on the right. Susan is holding a little baby. It's not uncommon. Relationships are huge in Togo. You form relationships, and then they're, they're yours. And so it's not uncommon for when women in the village groups give birth to have our team get to name the baby. So my translator had a baby, and we named her daughter Deborah. And then this woman had a baby and came up to us and said, we would like you to name the baby. And we're like, okay. And they chose the name I came up with. (laughs) So that's baby Anna, which is the French word of the name Hannah, um, Samuel's mom. And so just what a great way to share and give a gospel name to a little baby there. Next slide, If you've ever heard a Togo presentation before, especially from me, you've heard of the sewing school. Um, But if you haven't heard a Togo presentation, I will tell you about the sewing school, probably one of my favorite things about Mongo. Um, The sewing school is run by a man named Nobiji. He's been there for years, and he takes girls. He goes around each year and finds girls from different villages around the Mongo area who have questionable family lives. I'm still trying to figure out, every girl has their own story, but not good family situations. And he brings them into his school and teaches them a trade, and he teaches them the gospel. And most of these girls, um, at one point, two years ago, most of the girls were probably half Muslim, half Christian, probably. Now I'd say more of the girls go to church. The um, Muslim girls all graduated about two years ago, but they get to hear the gospel and they get to experience weekly Bible studies between myself, between Nobaji, um, and they also get to learn a trade. As I said, they do sewing, hair braiding, and baking. And I've experienced all three of them. This outfit right here is a creation from the sewing school, and they are all very good. I have a picture of the hair braiding a little later, so you'll have to wait for that. But just what a God thing that these group of girls have become in my life. Um, Another story of God working, not myself. When I first got there two years ago, I was kind of looking for different ministries to get involved in and um, kind of trying to fill my time with different things. And my dad, who had been to Togo before, said, Tara, you got to get in with those sewing school girls. And I was like, well, we'll see. You know, I was filling my time, and we'll see what happens. Probably that week, if not the next week, I went to get something made, and Nobaji looks at me and says, Tara, I want you to come and do a Bible study with my girls. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll do one. And so I went back to a fellow missionary, and we started talking, and I quickly realized I don't want to just do one Bible study with these girls. I want to get to know them. I want to get to build into their lives. 
And that's then every Friday since then, we've been doing a Bible study. My roommates got involved. So while I'm here, my roommate in the middle there, she's wearing the purple. She's continuing on the Bible study every Friday night. And friendships have been formed. I'm still talking to two of the girls who graduated. One of them just moved to Mali. Um, she got married and moved to Mali. So we bring for her. She is not a Christian. Um, but just pray that what she learned in the Bible studies at Nobajis, God will send her somebody who will continue to water those seeds that were planted. Um, a prayer request I have concerning these girls, translators are a huge need over there. There are two main um, language groups that are represented in this group of girls, Anafo and MOBA, another one called MOBA. Anafo is pretty easy. The Anafo girls speak pretty good French, and they can understand my French, which is good. So they go from my French into Anafo. But then it gets trickier going into MOBA. At one point, so we were praying about it. At one point, we had thought God had greatly answered our prayer. We had a teenage girl who was, she herself was MOBA, but she also spoke Anafo and French and could understand our French. And she was the girl's age, and she fit right in with the girls. She already knew some of them. She was getting to know the other girls she didn't know. And we were like, yes. Like, I don't think I've ever seen God work so clear in my life. And I was just like, what an answer to prayer. And I left, and she, I, one of my friends messaged me and said, she's going to school two hours away. She can't be our translator anymore. And I was like, why, God? Like, sometimes you're just like, you answered the prayer request. Like, what now? But God's not to be stopped. Um, another guy came in, a helper guy, and he kind of translated a little bit. But I just talked to my roommate who's running the Bible study yesterday, and she said he kind of disappeared. We don't know where he is. So some of the girls themselves are translating. But that is a prayer request that I would like to throw out to you guys. Um, having just a third-party translator is huge because that way the girls who are in the study can actually focus on being in the study and not having to try and figure out what I'm saying, translating it into their language. They can just be and learn. So that is a huge prayer request for the sewing school girls. Um, all right. Who here has went to vacation Bible school this year? few hands. I can't see anybody in the dining room or on Facebook, but I'm going to assume there are more hands out there. If you've been to VBS, you probably have heard of said sewing school. Next slide, please. Because our church raised approximately $1,200 to send to this school to buy fertilizer for their fields. What a blessing for them, let me tell you. The director, Nobaji, was overjoyed. He sent me multiple messages. Tevra, thank your church for me. Tevra, God bless your church. Tevra, thank your church. So the top is a picture of the fertilizer that he bought. I know it's a weird thing for us to think about buying, but it produced all that corn, that grain at the bottom there that will be able to feed these girls. This is what they eat. They can sell that to kind of supplement their income. He was overjoyed, making sure that I was updated all the way so that I could update you all the way. Thank you so much for your generosity, Emmanuel, in giving to this. It means a lot. Those girls know that you are praying for them, that you love them, and that goes a long way. So thank you so much. Next slide, please. So life is about living where God plants you, right? 
Whether you're here in America, whether you're here in Ridgecrest, whether you get sent somewhere random to Timbuktu, whoever knows where you go, life is life, and it gets busy. And I go to work, I go to a Bible study, I come home, you kind of fall into a routine. But there are fun things about life, right? Just like here. So I have some neighbors um, that I get to talk to on a regular basis. Both are Muslim women. Um, Another prayer request for them, they're both very strong Muslim women. One of them I was talking to, and I was like, you know, I chose Christianity. It's not just something my parents told me about. I had to make a choice for myself. And she said, cool, I chose Islam. So another, another, my African grandma on the top there, she's very entrenched in Islam, and she went to a Catholic school, so she knows the answers to questions I ask her. She knows what she's supposed to say. And she'll be like, well, that's great, but Allah over here. So just be praying for their hearts. Only God can open a heart. But these women are so dear, dear to me, dear to my roommates. Um, They're real people that you care about and that we'd love to see enter the family, family of God. A funny story about one of my neighbors real fast. Her son, her two-year-old son, she has a joke that I'm going to marry her two-year-old son. And I was like, okay. So when my dad came to visit a few years ago, he gets off his mono and he's standing there. And my neighbor, who probably comes up to about my shoulder, she's a very short woman, comes up, stands there, looks up at him, and goes, oh, he's tall. And then he looks down, she looks down at her tear son and goes, your father-in-law is very tall. <laughs> Just a fun part of Togolese culture there. I have a Bible study with two girls, too, more of a discipleship thing. Their mother is one of the chaplains for the hospital. They're both Christian girls. Just great living life with them. And most of, a lot of you ask me, how do I get around in Mongo? I got a snazzy little motorcycle named Misty that I ride around on. So she's fun to get to the villages. Um, Motor rides are a fun way to pass time and just get to see the African countryside. Um, so that's just some fun things that we do, just living life. Next slide, please. And if all of that hasn't convinced you to at least come out to visit Togo, these faces here should. They melt my heart. How can you say no to those smiles? These are all sons of different people that I work with that visit me in my office on a semi-regular basis. And it always just brings joy to my heart. So I thought, why not just bring a little bit of joy to your heart? Next slide. So a couple other prayer requests that we have. Um, Water and electricity are not super reliable in Mongo, especially water. Um, Garen Harris is kind of our main person for getting. He's involved with multiple well ministries, and he's kind of our go-to water guy for the hospital. And recently, especially this last year, I don't know why, but it seems like water has just been such a problem, even at the hospital that has stores. So he's constantly trying to figure out different ways to supply the hospital with water. We use so much water on a daily basis, if you think about it, like how much a hospital needs to use. And it's critical to have that water for the hospital. Um, So just prayer. He's trying to figure out if we can pipe water in from one of the rivers He's tried multiple times to dig wells and has always come up dry. Um, Just prayer for that. Prayer for that. Um, 
for wisdom and what to do. He also, I texted him, and he says hello, by the way. Garen and Susan both say hello. He said another prayer request he has is he has about 20 wells lined up for villages, and he has about enough money for six of them. He said he got a little carried away. But those wells bring people to Jesus. I can tell you that. When I mentioned earlier that one of our Bible studies had a majority of men coming, that actually came from a well that Garen put in and started a Bible study there. And he said about 15 men, 15 to 20 men showed up and about three women. So it was like opposite of what most of the studies are. They provide physical water, but then they give us an opportunity to tell them about the living water, which has been Team Togo's motto for ever since I can remember. So just pray, pray for that. Le Bon Berger, it means the Good Shepherd. It is Mongo's first Christian school. They are building their schoolhouse now. They're in a temporary location. They're currently in the process of building a permanent location. That has been God answers to prayer, even just buying the land. It took them about eight months, maybe a year, to purchase the land itself that it was on with multiple deals going through. Um, they finally got the land. I actually think they just started building on the land. Um, and then they bought it. Now they're building it. They want to be done by January. So just prayer for that. A lot of people are sending their kids to this school, and a lot of prominent Muslim people, too, are sending their kids to this school um, because class sizes are smaller. The education system in Togo is not the best. And so when we offered a private Christian school even, and the parents saw, oh, my kid will not be in a class with 120 other kids, they send us to our school, or to their school. It's sponsored through a local church um, in Mongo. So prayers for that, for the continued construction, for the gospel to ring true there as well. Um, the, the, at the hospital, Susan Harris is involved with a nursing school that's training approximately 15 people, give or take a few, to become new nurses. They started in June of this year, and they will graduate three years from June. The hospital desperately needs nurses, um, nurses, doctors. Whenever I talk to them, they're just tired. They working, they're working a lot, a lot. They're seeing a lot. They're just tired. And so they're really excited for these 15 nurses to graduate in three years and join the workforce. Um, they're Togolese nurses. And I think most of the nurses actually are not Christian either. So, but they get daily Bible studies and just pray that God uses this nursing school to show himself to them. Um, and to the rest of our employees, too. Um, not all of our employees at the hospital are Christians, but they, are, they hear the gospel every day as well. They're working side by side with Christians. Um, God is moving in that hospital church, and God is moving in Togo, and he is using you and your prayers and your support to make it happen. Praises. Thank God I am fully funded to go back for two more years. Um, so thank you again, church for just your love, your support, um, for all of us, for all of your missionaries. And uh, yeah, on behalf of all missionaries, we do feel it. We do know that we have supporters behind us. No man is an island, and we are definitely not islands. So thank you so much for your love. Thank you so much for your generosity. Um, God bless. Do we have time for questions? If anyone has any, or I don't know if anyone has questions. All right. Thank you.
And thank you, Tara. You don't have to put a, a fire under her, do you? She just glows. She's on fire all the time. And she is such a blessing, isn't she? So, uh, well, we have things to pray about with uh, Mongo and uh, the hospital. And so we want to, we'll put those on our uh, manual prayer list. And uh, if there's a ministry that you want to contribute to, see Tara, and she can make sure that that is uh, directed to the right place. All right. Well, maybe God has spoken to your heart. Maybe this is something that God would have you to do, and you need prayer concerning that. I'm going to be, uh, we're going to have an invitation right now, and I'm going to be in the dining hall. And uh, if you want me to be praying about uh, God using you overseas in mission work, I would be happy to do that this morning. And uh, if you just need prayer this morning, we want to use this time. So worship team, come on up. And um, as they lead us in our song of invitation, let me uh, lead us in prayer. And uh, let's stand as we pray and continue our worship. Father, thank you for all that uh, you're doing through Tara's life. And it's just so exciting to just having seen her grow up in this, this church, go through our, our Christian school, Emmanuel Christian School, and God, how you're using her. Um, overseas in our um, mission field there in Mongo. God, I pray that you would uh, continue to encourage her. Uh, Lord, you've heard the prayer requests um, that there's a need for a translator so that uh, the girls can do the Bible study in this sewing school. And uh, Lord, we, we know that you will provide, that you always do. So, even now, Lord, that you would lay it on this translator's heart that uh, this is the ministry that they are to be involved with. And, uh, Lord, we, we've uh, watched you um, in the faithfulness of the hospital for years in providing water to the hospital and funds for new wells to be dug. And, uh, Lord, there always continues to be new needs pop up. And, uh, Lord, you are the living water. And you are the Lord who can provide the water. And uh, so we're just trusting you for um, the funds necessary to uh, dig these additional wells. And Lord, I know that you've laid it on people's hearts here in this service right now to give to that ministry. And we thank you for that. But uh, thank you for Garen and Susan. And Lord, their sacrifice, their service there in Mongo and uh, God, how you have um, have provided multiple times over and uh, miraculously. And uh, I pray that you just continue to encourage them as they serve you. But thank you for this time. And uh, if there's someone that you're speaking to, Lord, I pray that they would step step out and pursue you in this endeavor. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we worship, if you need prayer, I'll be in the dining hall, but uh, let's uh, sing this song together. <laughs> 